Chicago Tomahawk. I'm Mike, and today I'm going to go over some news from the Blackhawks. I'm going to go over their latest game versus uh, Vegas, and uh, I'm just going to talk a little Blackhawks, uh, you know, talk uh, on some of the Facebook sites. You know, they've been saying, you know, some rumors and stuff about the Blackhawks. I wanted to get into that a little bit, but um, it's going to be a short one. There's only been one game since our last podcast, and there's one game left, and that's them playing Buffalo tonight. So... Uh, with the news, the Blackhawks have signed Jeff Greenberg as the associate GM. Now, if the name sounds familiar, Jeff was on the shortlist to be on the to be the full GM. And Danny Wirtz obviously wanted Kyle Davidson. Jamie Faulkner wanted Jeff Greenberg. Well, they decided to bring him on as the associate GM, and that was Kyle Davidson's decision. Uh, he had had some conversations with Greenberg, and uh, he liked his outlook and what he was going to be, his ideas of what he wanted to do. Here is a press release from Kyle Davidson. Our journey is just beginning as we build a next generation foundation for this team. And that starts with a focus on modernizing and improving the hockey operations infrastructure in our front office. We will only get back to being best in class on the ice if we are working with best in class information and ideas behind the scenes. Jeff will be both an architect and a connector of the hockey operations group, ensuring that we're always at the forefront of professional sports. So it sounds like Jeff is going to be running somewhat, you know, his own kind of side operation here with the Blackhawks, um, you know, tying in some um, some things that he's going to be designing and, um, and 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 connecting that with the hockey operations team. So it's interesting, you know, what they're looking to do here, uh, you know, kind of modernizing the front office. And changing things into a way that, you know, they see fit on, on how to run this going forward. Obviously, hockey has changed a bit in the past, you know, I would probably say 10 years from, you know, what it was. So it's it's good to see that they're, they're going to be using some new ideas uh, with what they're looking to do and how they're going to run things. So I hope Jeff brings us some new fresh perspectives, some new ideas, uh, you know, with scouting and and um and, and 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 finding you know new players and how they can fit in you know with this team going forward now as far as the team is concerned they played spoiler uh the other day beating vegas four to three in a shootout uh, it, that seems to be their ml at the end of the season here you know they knocked the sharks out of the, of the, their their playoff contention and then the next game that they played with the sharks they lost four to one which is kind of funny so uh they did this again uh versus vegas vegas has been a team that uh, was you know essentially going to be a uh, a, a playoff favorite uh, i wouldn't say a cup favorite but definitely a playoff favorite they went in all in getting jack eichel jack eichel had his surgery uh came back really quickly from that surgery that had kept them out for for quite a while uh, ironically uh you know tyler johnson had that same surgery which it seems to be a success you know that's kind of a big deal because it had never been done on an active nhl player before and it has now on two that I know of, and both players seem to be playing uh, playing well, and and you know d doesn't seem to have any any hindrance from this from the surgery. So 
they uh we got two goals from Taylor Radish in that game and which is really great because I really like this guy I think that he has a lot of upside he was playing fourth line minutes uh, when we got him in that trade for for Brandon Hagel I think that uh, he brings a lot to the table kind of I don't want to say underdeveloped player but maybe a player that didn't get much time playing on that uh, on that Tampa Bay Lightning team and he could get an opportunity to play some maybe some top six minutes uh, with the upside that he's got. I think he's got um, 11 goals and 11 assists this season, and uh, that's playing bottom line minutes. So I, I, I'm looking forward to seeing this guy uh, and, and seeing him develop. Uh, Caleb Jones had one goal. Caleb Jones, you know, he came in this trade. It was I think that he was kind of the sweetener piece to, to get Seth Jones uh, during the offseason last year. Um I, I, I like the guy, man. I, I think that this guy is, I think that he's a good player. Um, I think that he gets overshadowed a bit because of his name, because he's Seth Jones's brother. And uh, But I think that he has some upside. I'm not sure if um, he's better than a third, you know, top, you know, second line pairing type of player. But uh, I, I do like what I see from him. And I think that he has more development uh, to come. So uh, I think that it's going to be he's going to have a lot of competition in the in camp next year. And, you know, we'll see how that plays out. Sam Lafferty is another player that I like. He had two assists in this game. You know, he just seems to be a man on a mission. And to be honest with you, this guy is looking for a roster spot. He's definitely uh, playing for a roster spot. Uh, he has not lacked energy and I think that he's got some upside too another un underserved a prospect with Pittsburgh we got in the um in the Nylander trade which I think that we absolutely yeah, we got a player that that plays every night you know for Nylander which is which is pretty incredible uh you know great uh that was a great trade you know by the Blackhawks on that one I, I I really like Lafferty I'm I'm curious to see how he he develops over the summer and what he turns out in camp next year and and the uh curious case of Philip Kurashev who got one assist um you know I, I just don't know what to say about Kurashev I think that he's got a great upside but he kind of disappears a lot he gets he gets benched and he comes back and, and has a big game uh, I don't know if the consistency is there and I'm not sure if it's because he's a type of player who needs to play top line minutes but doesn't have the talent to play Play top line minutes um but you know i i don't know i don't know what we're going to do with this guy and tyler johnson had the shootout winner had a nice nice uh top shelf goal to seal the deal blackhawks win four to three against the golden knights a team that is has really kind of had their way with the blackhawks and uh you know, it's just, uh, it, it, it really is a shame. You know, at one point, the Golden Knights were $14 million over the cap, and they needed to get, uh, you know, they needed to get some players off of IR to try to make this run to go into the playoffs. Robert Laner, I mean, Robert Laner, <laughs> Robin Laner uh, got hurt, and he's out for the season at right at the end of the season. So that really... Um, that really hurt their chances. And it's really unfortunate because Laner was supposed to be their number one goalie that was going to backstop them in the playoffs and, and hopefully to a Stanley Cup. And that wasn't the case. Uh, Marc-Andre Fleury, who they traded for practically nothing to the Chicago Blackhawks, uh, has been flourishing in Minnesota at really being a solid net uh, net front presence for them, um, yeah, and and look at the the turmoil that 
that Vegas is in. Uh, to be honest with you, I, I don't see how the GM keeps his job. Uh, after this season, they had such big hopes there, uh, you know, to win a cup. This is their first year not making the playoffs in their, you know, in their in their uh, team's history. And, you know, Mark Stone, watching him the other night in Vegas, he still looks uh, lingered by the injuries that, that, that he's had. He doesn't look to be the same player that he has been previously. And I think that they rushed him back, which is a, 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 a sign for concern that they couldn't just say, hey, look, you know what? We're not going to make it this year. Let him kind of recuperate and come back next season. Um, it's... Uh, it's it's uh, a dumpster fire over there right now, but um, they're going to figure it out, and I think that they're they're, they're going to come back next year. I think that their their cup window is closed. I think that they need to make a lot of changes because they've got a lot of big contracts there right now, and they need to figure out what they're going to do with a lot of these big contracts because um, they had to sit out two guys just so that Mark Stone can make it back into the back into the lineup. And it wasn't it wasn't pretty after that. So going forward, you know, a, a lot of people are curious what's going to happen next year. What's going on with Kaner? What's going on with with Taves? You know, are we? You know, what's going on with Debrinket? Is Debrinket going to want to resign because of this offseason? Caves, I'm sorry, Taves, uh, Kaner, and Debrinket can all get new contracts. Debrinket's been asked about it. He knows he knows Kyle Davidson has some. He has some things that he needs to do during this offseason. He has some moves that he needs to make. Uh, he understands that. So he's not, I don't think he's really looking for anything to happen this offseason. If I was Kyle Davidson, I would want to lock up. I would want to lock to bring it up. I mean, he's a 40, as of right now, he's a you know 42-goal scorer. Um, he's a guy who can put the puck in the net, obviously. He's a successful hockey player. He's not a flash in the pan, and uh, he's going to need a contract. I know he doesn't want to hand out big contracts right now because they are a rebuilding team, but Dabrinkit is somebody that you can build your team around. Um, Taves and Kane, on the other hand, they can hopefully sign team-friendly deals to stay with the team so that uh, they can help this team in a rebuild and take them uh, you know, and, and and take them into their new a new successful turn for this team. Uh, Kaner was quoted as, you know, rebuilding teams can still make the playoffs, which is which is absolutely true. You know, he used the Kings as an example and the Rangers as another example. Uh, the Blackhawks uh, to do that would need to find solid goaltending, get good defensive play from all of their defensive players, and have a head coach that can coach this team and take them to that point. Now, Derek King, on one hand, a lot of people think that he's not he's not the guy. It came out in a Chicago Tribune article that King was not allowed to make changes to the system that Colden had developed for this team. So I think that he's been handicapped in a way. I don't think that he has been a coach that has able, been able to put his, you know, his thumbprint on what this team could be. Is that something that the Blackhawks want to do, though, going forward? I'm not sure if that's that's it. I think that maybe he could have been just a place setter just so that they can get through this season so they can get a head coaching you know, kind of um, a head coaching, a head start and who who they're looking to have. Uh, Matt has mentioned that uh, Rick Tockett could be a frontliner for the Blackhawks, uh, Blackhawks head coaching position. Now, Rick Tockett is what I think a Rod Brindamore type of coach. He's a hands-on um, guy that 
his very, I want to say very strict, but somebody that you kind of don't fuck with and um, can kind of get some discipline onto this team and get them um, and get them compete, competing night in and night out. Um, is he the type of coach that can take them into the playoffs and to the Stanley Cup? I'm not sure. But he's the type of coach that I think could be successful for the Blackhawks, giving them an identity and, um, you know, giving them something to play for. I, I think that um, King has done a, an admirable job from what he's gotten. I think he's kind of been set up for failure in a way by the organization. But I think that... Uh, I think it's been admirable what he's been able to do. Um, as far as the players are concerned, uh, I, I think that there might be some turnover uh, this year. Uh, I, I don't see w w how I mentioned Kershev earlier. I don't see him fitting in with the team going forward. I don't think that he has what it takes to crack the lineup night in and night out, with, especially with guys like Sam Lafferty that are kind of willing their 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 spot onto the team. Um, after, obviously, Lafferty has talent. He has some raw talent that he needs to kind of, um, you know, focus and, and maybe does he have a shot? Can he shoot? Um, is he a, a playmaker of sorts? Because I've seen him shoot. I've seen him try to playmake, you know, try to see what type of player he can be. And I don't think Kurashev is in the same boat as a player like Lafferty or, or Radish or what kind of uh, what kind of. You know, moves that Davidson is going to make this offseason. What about the goalie position? Lankinen's, you know, his development this season has been has been so underserved because they were riding Mark Andre Fleury so hard. Is is Lankinen going to be the guy? If he's getting consistent starts, is he as somebody that can step into this goalie position and 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 bring this team into a into a new era? I'm not sure, man. Drew Camesso is at least two years away, so they may need to find a guy who can backstop with Lincoln in and um and and be a tandem with them, with Lincoln and getting a majority of the starts. If uh, this is what I'm saying, if this is what they're gonna do going forward. Um, unless they pick somebody up in this offseason. I'm not sure, you know, who's gonna be available. But uh, that's if they wanna go with Lincoln in. Are they gonna go with Delia? A Lincoln and Delia, you know, backstop type of thing. You know, I'm not sure if, if Delia has what it takes to be a NHL starter. I think that the guy can be a great AHL player, but I don't think that he is a, um, I don't think that he is a, an, an NHL starter or, or NHL backup, really. I mean, he's played some good games, but it seems to be a lot of the same with him. Uh, Soderblom out in, who's playing in Rockford right now. I mean, he shows some potential, but once again, he is not somebody that, is NHL ready right now? So it could be hard times next year, especially if the if the Blackhawks are looking to just bring some players up, let them develop in the in the system, and and kind of just write out a write out a um a rebuild. You know that could be what we're looking at for next season. You know, uh, it could be looking at Kane and Taves sticking around to show these guys how to be professionals. Looking at Taves and Kane compete night in and night out, even though that this team is out of it, is leadership from these guys that we need to show the rest of this team that, you know what, we're not going to just call it in. We're professionals. We're paid to play. And we're going to play hard, whether we're, we're in a playoff position or not, night in and night out. And they've been doing that. And, uh, you know, you can't really ask much more from your leadership group. So um, so that's kind of what I've got uh, going forward, especially what I've been hearing from some of the the rumor mills uh, on on social media, specifically some uh, some Blackhawks 
some Blackhawks groups. So let me know what you think, guys. We really appreciate it. We're going to be releasing a, uh, we're going to be keep re- releasing podcasts. We're going to be covering the, the playoffs with our first podcast, probably releasing on Monday or Tuesday. We might be changing up the release schedule for the playoffs, uh, maybe uh, switching to Monday releases uh, just so that we can get you, you know, up to the up to date weekend up-to-date weekend information. It also depends on the schedule too. So we'll see. Uh, stay posted. If this is your first time listening, thank you for listening. If this, if you are, are a recurring listener, thank you. We really appreciate. Hit the subscribe button if you haven't, and we'll catch you on the next one. This is the Tom Off, and we're out of here.